Welcome back. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne, and this is Inside Exec. It's been a little while since we've done a case study, so we're going to do a case study today. And this is about a long-planned career goal, which is now on track and about to happen. And you've been in this at the same time, had some opportunities to do something else. If I use it in my own sense, let's say that I worked for a long time in the corporate and, and public sector at all sorts of levels, got to a point where I thought well, I've gained all this knowledge, I, I can share all of this information and, and these things, it's time for me to branch out on my own and be a consultant. And at the time that I feel like I'm in the right frame of mind, I'm at the right age, I've got the right financial backing, all of those things, then I get an opportunity to remain in the corporate world in a much more significant role than I have had previously. So what do I do? Go with the heart or go with the head? Okay, well, let's have another look at an accountant by training and being a CFO at a number of organisations, small, medium and large, done very, very well in their career-wise, but always from graduation, the person always was thinking about at one stage of my life, I'm going to have my own accountancy firm. I want to have my own name on the door. I want to be a sole proprietor of a business or maybe get partners. But anyway, the, the main thing, this person is at a point in this case study, at a point where everything is great. Everything went exactly right. And now the person is about to start that their own business and and already down the track doing preparation financials everything including where is the office going to be that part down the track and all of a sudden just out of the blue gets two offers one of them is to become a partner in a very well-known firm accountancy uh, firm and the other one a very senior role in one of the accounting bodies. So like your ASIC CPA, Chartered Accountants and Institute of Public Accounts, one of those where you're in a position, a very senior position. So the person is thinking, well, what shall I do? I've worked hard, I've determined to, to get my firm. Is this diverting me away? Will I regret if I say no or dismiss it? Will I regret it if I said yes to either of those opportunities? Right up front, my view is there is no wrong answer. There is absolutely no wrong answer. So whatever the choice, whether you choose to carry on with your goal, whether you go for opportunity A, partner in a big firm, or a senior role in an accounting body, all of them are good. So how do you come to that decision then? The sort of things that I think might be valuable to think about is what happens if I said yes to the first opportunity in, in a firm? Can I do that and then build my own firm? 
if I did that, what will I pick up that will make my situation even richer to have my own firm? Does that mean I'll be much more established? Will I have a bigger base, access to clients and exposure and, and so on and so forth? So have a list of what do you think you will gain by going to your final goal through this route? That's one. Two, don't close doors and think, I because I made a decision one day I'm going to have my firm that is right, I'm, I'm entitled to change my mind too. What if I go and be a partner on that opportunity and love it and then go from there to a global situation? So again, look at it with fresh eyes. Don't be burdened by the fact I made that decision and I now got to, you know, otherwise I feel like I didn't achieve it. Don't do that. The other one is looking at opportunity, second opportunity using the same kind of thinking by saying, what would that do? What will I get there that I will not get straight away in my, in my own firm? And that is, you might be thinking, I can actually design strategy that affect the whole industry. I can be party of something that is you know, more global or, or national, and I can influence the whole direction of how people do their jobs and how they react to things by being on one of those important regulatory or whatever bodies. So in doing that, what would happen if I went and did that and I liked it and I want to pursue career there? Great, you could do that. What if I went and did it and did it for the term on my contract, two years, five years, whatever it is, and then decided, you know what, I'm going to have, uh, you know, my initial goal is really where my heart still is and I want to go there. Well, is there anything to stop you going that way? The answer is absolutely not. So your decision, it's your life. It is what can I get? What will I gain by going left or right? What would I gain by going through the, this method of getting to my final thing? What happened if I ditch my initial goal? Is that a bad? No, it's just how I feel now. <laughs> and it's just what I want now, now having done all of that. And I think sometimes we overthink it. And sometimes we just saying, I said, I'm going to do this. And you get hung up about that. All I'm saying is don't. <laughs> I'd like to look at it at a more fundamental level too before you move on to those things of what am I going to get out of it. I would be looking at why did I want to have the business of my own in the first place? What was it that I thought would be fulfilling for me at that point? And why did I, why did I think it was going to take that long before I could get that fulfilment? So why, when you first graduated, did you not think that you could go straight into business for yourself? A lot of people do. Obviously, you felt that you needed some, some grounding in the, the world generally before you took on that role. But, but you knew when you said, when you set this goal to say, I'm going to have this business in my own, that you were expecting something in return, you know, whether it was time freedom, financial freedom, thought freedom, an opportunity to provide employment for others, whatever it was, you thought that that having your own business was going to give you something in return. Are you still going to get that if you go that way now? Is that still what you want if you go that way now? And then you look at the corporate opportunity. What is it that, that excites me? What is it that pleases me about being considered for this role? What, is it, what will I get 
if I take it on, not in a financial sense, but personally, how will I feel if I take on that role? And will it be more work? Will it be less work? All of those things. And then in the regulatory sense, same deal. Am I pleased to have been asked? Obviously, because I'm considering it. What would that mean? What, what would be the reward in that sense out of that role for me personally that would be different to the other two? So in each case, you're looking at what am I going to get out of that situation for me personally that is different to the long-term goal I set myself? And is that what I want? And if it's not, then the decision becomes clearer. But if it is, does it, if it offers you something, you know, having a business of your own doesn't have to happen at any point in time. And if you can see, as Juliana said, that these other opportunities are going to give you some added strings to your bow, then that's the path that you, you go down because ultimately you can still go back to having a business of your own. Underlying all of that, I have to say, in this day and age, you have to look at what is going to happen in five years' time because will there be an opportunity in any of these roles for you to not be full-time, to be an advisor, to be a, a, an extra pair of eyes or hands or, or whatever it is in any of the roles that you're considering? Will it be that we move into a society where individual businesses are the norm rather than the, the larger corporate organisations? And I know that that's straying away from, from being a particular case study, but you do have to think about five years' time. You think back five years and what changes have happened to the way we do business, the way we interact with our customers, our clients, our organisations as a whole, and you think about that exponential growth, and if you don't believe it's not, it's going to happen, listen to the Nancy Giordano podcast. You know, she talked mm -hmm. about 10 years, 15 years being a completely different environment for business. And she's at the forefront of knowing what's coming, what's going to happen. So we do need to think about those things as well when we're making these kinds of decisions. But I agree with Brianna, as she said, no decision is a wrong decision. It's just a decision you made at that point in time with the, the evidence that was available to you. But you do have to make a decision. And when you make a decision, you can't regret it. You can't say, oh, what if I'd done this? What if I'd gone here? What if I'd, oh, I forgot to consider this. I forgot to consider that. It's too late for, for regret. And as I have said previously, worry doesn't solve anything. So no point worrying about it. What you've got to do is... is Consider all of the things that we've talked about. Put yourself in the position of looking at what the rewards are for you personally. So professionally as well as personally, not the money side of it because, you know, the money, if that's your driving force, then you're not doing it for all the right reasons. Then it wouldn't have been a driving force for you to think about at this point in time when I have my own business because initially when you have your own business, it's not about you sitting back and, the, the money it, it's about hard work they're all hard work and they, then you get the rewards when you've done the hard work I guess my concern in this is that you firstly look at what you thought you were going to get out of a business of your own that you think would not be there either of these other roles because you are considering by bringing them to us as a case study you're considering them so you need to consider them all and then work out what you're going to be comfortable doing 
in the environment that will be around in the next five years or so. And of course, one of the things then you have to think about is how to articulate it, how to say yes or no, because obviously one of the things you said to us is I've always told everyone and told myself, I want to have this roundabout now. And that be one important thing for you is to how you tell those people if what did you decide to do and that it might sound hard now but it's not it's easy because you already once you make your decision you know why you made it and that would be your answer I decided to go this way because this will give me this this and this and I decided against my initial goal because I never thought about going down to those opportunities. But when they came to me, I realized that, you know what, I think I can add so much value and I can learn a lot from there. I can make such a difference that I decided I want to pursue that for now or I want to pursue that instead of. From my experience, what works best is that if you're enthusiastic and happy about it and you don't talk about what you're not going to do, but you talk about with fervour what you are going to do because people will be swept along by the emotion that you portray. So what you give out comes back to you. So if you're excited and, and looking forward to it, then they will be excited for you and they will forget. Yeah. Or they'll, they'll think, oh, well, he's thought about this other stuff, but this is a much better opportunity. Look how excited or she, how excited she is. So yeah. if you say, well, I'm going to do this, but, and as we know, the but word means that, Whatever you say after but or however is the only thing that people remember. Mm. So I'm going to do this opportunity, but I won't be having my own business for a while yet. So <laughs> just don't do it. It, it, it. It's not necessary. You don't have to justify the decision that you've made, but you do have to be excited about it when you convey it. Now that we've given you our take on what to do and how to think about it, we'll leave it there. For now, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne. This is Inside Exec.